Hi everybody, welcome to Quinspiracy. My name is Anthony Quinn, of course it's me, and we have a special treat today. I have somebody I met a couple weeks ago in the big city of New York, Dave Cyrus. How you doing, buddy? Good, how you doing, Anthony Quinn? <laughs> I'm alright, man, I'm alright. I mean, in these days, an alright is pretty fucking good. <laughs> Yeah, why not? I'm glad to hear it. Um, yeah, so I was... Um, glad I to talk about conspiracies. <laughs> Real quick, I want to say David Cyrus, Dave Cyrus is a, um, a New York comedian, writer, very smart guy, funny, um, and he was ripping me apart, and it was hysterical. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm sure that's online somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody told me they watched it like four times and it was funnier every time. And I said, is oh, that great. a compliment? <laughs> no, it, was, it was a very nice battle. Uh, I voted against you on principle, not because you weren't you weren't uh, funnier. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that's just how... It's, it's one of those things where it's like, if you can be very funny on your own and just kind of cheat your way through a roast battle, it's good for the audience, but I will not give you the win. Yeah, dude, you know, the dude's 28 years old. I was just there to have some fun, man. I had a great time. No, I, you did a great job. It was very fun. But also, you have to understand, that was John Fox, who is the most storied, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, loser of Comedy Fight Club. <laughs> and meaning, a loser, one who loses a lot of battles. That's what so I heard, too. I mean. Yeah, that's what I heard. So it's like, anytime he does halfway good, you really, really want to want, want to uh, reward him. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. Um, you know, Matt Marin and uh, Mark Kenley do that. And they do it all over the place. But this was at the stand. And it was it was, it was was a ball. It was a ball. Yeah, you were, you were very funny. I saw people complaining that we didn't give it to you because you were funnier, just not with roast jokes. Yeah, and dude, it's all good. That's what, I would just dare to have fun. Yeah, I'm not making any money, dude. If it was for money, we yeah, would no. have been we would have been in the streets. I would have been showing my Italian. <laughs> yeah, no. The fact is, I mean, that show is not about winning. Anyone who goes into it thinking about winning, it, it completely misses the point. Yeah, it's just about you know putting on a show if you love roasting. And, Absolutely. You know, when you do it. Yeah. I, can't, I can't tell you how much I hate the roast battlers who like actually take this seriously <laughs> and like get really emotional about it. It's the worst thing. Well, it's small time. People like that are small time. You know, you always got to look at it as, as an opportunity to to show people what you got and enjoy yourself. You know, because that's that's yeah. contagious. So. Yeah, of course. All right, buddy. Uh, so so you said when we were talking, you said you were a conspiracy guy. I was. Or, or you know, you used was, to be. You used to be. <laughs> he's like, slow back. Used to be a conspiracy like, guy. Yeah, like high school and college, I was interested in what I would consider the uh, innocuous conspiracy theories. Things like aliens and the government and Bigfoot and things that were <laughs> before. Before conspiracies were co-opted by extreme right-wing, uh, often white supremacists, uh, when, when conspiracies <laughs> were actually fun and things that leftists believed in, uh, like back when, back when, like a conspiracy didn't imply that you uh, are pro-slavery. There was a time when, when you could be into conspiracies and you and still be a good person. Well, um, but yeah, when, go when ahead, I got go ahead. into them. I got into them really hard, and I started reading a lot of books about, you know, things related to alien conspiracies and the CIA, you know, JFK stuff, even Bigfoot type stuff. And basically at the end of it, by the time I was like 21, 22, 
I was 100% sure this was nothing but lies made by schizophrenics taking advantage of the mentally vulnerable. So I decided to write a novel making fun of conspiracy theories. Oh. All right. What's the and name of that? Planet of the Humans. Oh, man. Awesome. Uh, I never published it. I wrote it when I was 21. But it was uh, it was a good practice, honestly, just to like for writing. And, may, and there is a possibility I might use the premises uh, – in the future but yeah it was called planet of the humans and it was just about a world where like all these conspiracies every single conspiracy was happening at yeah, once yeah well you know what happened dave is back in the day you had to be like a hardcore dude to make conspiracy films and go to the conspiracy circuit you know you had to like do a d some work anyway <laughs> but now with the information age you know, any asswipe in his basement, in his mom's basement eating Hot Pockets, can be a quote-unquote conspiracy theorist. Yeah, see, I was at a time, I was reading, you know, Behold a Pale Horse. Yeah, and, Bill you know, Cooper, yeah. And, yeah. You know, the, and the, yeah, William S. Cooper and the Illuminatus trilogies and stuff. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to consume this information. And I'm, I feel lucky that I wasn't vulnerable enough that I believed it. <laughs> because it is all, because that's what it's designed for. It's bored people taking advantage of sick people you you read the illuminati trilogies uh not all of it oh but i read a lot of it. yeah Th that, those are hard books to read. read those are hard books to read man yeah, there's a reason for that i know um <laughs> that's the thing uh, and i kind of figured it out as i was going along they're like oh i'm just in i'm just reading a self-indulgent diary <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's the guy that wrote that? Robert Antoine Wilson? I think that's his name. Yes, though. Robert. Yes, Robert Antoine yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, those are some heavy books. That's the kind of book you can just read. You could start at the same spot every time. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, like, I th it was. I think it was William S. Cooper, though maybe it was Wilson. I think it was William S. Cooper, who I remember when I really started noticing how full of shit these people were. Uh, he was on a... He was on some kind of talk show, and he had a video of the JFK assassination. If I'm I may have the name wrong, but this is something that happened. And the guy says, there's proof that JFK was actually shot by his own driver. By the driver, and yeah. You, and that you can literally see the gun in his hand as it shoots JFK in the head. And then he went on a talk show, and they played a clip, and he said, oh, you played a doctored clip, not the one that I provided you. <laughs> and then later finding out that this whole conspiracy is just based on one frame of the video where someone sees something that they thought looked like a gun, but anyone with both eyes can clearly see is just the hairstyle of the driver. Back when, you know, hair was slicked down and like oiled and like a, and very tight. It was literally the line he thought was the gun was just his hairline. And it's very obvious. And it was like, oh, this is just an opportunistic asshole. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to take advantage of the 10% of people who will listen to him and not actually look. Well, I remember that. I remember that. And I remember like in the film, like I don't know if they, if William Cooper put it, but there was like kind of a shine in it that made it, you know, a little hard to see. And, uh, but they, they went back and they looked at the records and the driver had no, um, Gunpowder. He had no residue on him. So then, what his Cooper hair. was saying, you can see it with your own eyes. You then, can see it with your own eyes. It's his fucking hair. But then he was saying that he did it with a fish bullet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not making that up. I swear to God. 
And, you know, I think the reason that I found myself very interested in debunking conspiracy theories is because when I really got into it, I kind of got the impression that everything I was experiencing was the mentality from when I was 14 to 17. <laughs> and if I had never advanced past that, I would still be a conspiracy guy. Yeah, but you... you and it just seems... Go ahead. No, go it's ahead, the go way a child... But, it's the way a child argues, you know. <laughs> it just where you're from. Where you? Where'd you go? Where'd you go to high school? I, I went to high school in Jersey. I, I lived in Brooklyn before that. I live in Brooklyn again. Yeah, now. So but, yeah saying, I lived I mean, in Jersey. Like you're from Brooklyn, dude. You have like all kinds of shit to do. <laughs> but you yeah, know, yeah, if you were somewhere like bumfuck nowhere where nothing's going on, and somebody's like, "Hey, man." It's the government or it's the aliens. You're like, yeah, you're right. It is. <laughs> well, it's you have to at some point accept that you are believing things because you want to. Because and that's that's what we've seen the explosion of in the last five years. People just curating their own reality by only believing stupid articles that they want to. And now that everyone has access to, to graphic design ability, everyone is just making up news pages. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was saying. The term before. fake yeah. news. The term fake news was co-opted by the people making the fake news as a term that meant I don't think I don't want that to be true. But originally, it was a real term that referred to something that was happening during the 2016 election, which was that right-wing people were actually taking MSNBC templates and then posting articles claiming to be from real news agencies that were actually just photoshopped and fake bullshit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's you know, every everybody wants to have their own little spin on it. And what they realize is when you, especially like you were saying before with the anti-Semitism, you know, like they'll slip it in there. You know, you'll watch like three quarters of a movie and then all of a sudden they'll be like the Holocaust numbers. And you'll be like, ah, shit. <laughs> you know? Yes. And it's important for people to realize where their information is coming from. A video I did a while ago after the Boston bombing was where I interviewed a pair of people because I was basically trying to find the origin of the Boston bombing conspiracy theory that it was all actors and, there, and no one was actually hurt and there was no bomb, which of course is so cartoonishly insane, you can't help but want to figure out where, how does this something like this originate. And I found a YouTube guy who basically everyone said was where they first got it from, and I interviewed him, and I just my whole thing was, I want to ask this guy, about other things because i think there's a lot of people out there that go well maybe it is possible to, to fake a uh, a terrorist attack you know they don't they're not thinking it through but then it's like well, what if i told you that same guy who you got that idea from also thinks the flu was invented by jews <laughs> did he really say that sick? did he really say yes. that Yes, he did. Oh my god! Can this I have like this guy's fucking? Ago. Can I? Can I have his information? I want to do a podcast with him too. <laughs> Rooster. Oh, that's hysterical, his is, man. That's crazy. His name is Rooster. They call him the Rooster. He is the spitting image of Dale Gribble from King of the Hill. Oh my god! That's. that's... I don't. When you see him, he, he's literally Dale Gribble. He looks like Dale Gribble. He talks like Dale Gribble. He dresses like him, and. Uh, and basically this guy, and I found out this guy, he also, he believes basically every single conspiracy. I asked about Alex Jones. He goes, Alex Jones, of course, is a CIA operative who has been, who has been trying to discredit me. Uh, and, that, and that is proven. Uh, he said that, uh, I mean, he, you know, that's the thing. 
It's like, yeah, when you realize they believe everything, they believe 30 things that you think are ridiculous, what does that make you think about the one thing you believe? Yeah, it just they just discredit their information left and right. And, uh, well, you know... Yeah, they think every school shooting's fake. You know, they're, they're trying... I think, deep down, it's about anxious people trying to apply an artificial sense of order to the world they live in. Yeah, well, what, what I always say is, like, a lot of times people are like, cancel this guy, cancel that guy for one thing they say, but if somebody's a white supremacist, somebody's a sex, somebody's... It comes out. It comes out everywhere. You know, I'm like, it's yeah. not about what somebody says one time. Like you said, you just asked this guy a couple questions and you know, <laughs> the dam broke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's what's so And then I asked another, and there was another guy, it was another YouTube guy, it was another one of the big proponents of the theory. And that guy, uh, I was very happy. It only took a few questions to get into the, oh, you think all the rich people are lizards <laughs> shapeshifting but I'm, yeah, supposed yeah. To, but I'm supposed to believe you that the kids from columbine are still alive <laughs> oh they believe that too oh yeah some people believe all the shootings oh, are fake yeah yeah i mean that's the thing is that most of these theories the majority of people who believe in them believe in all of them i think i think a lot of these people believe in every single one well if you're a smart conspiracy theorist right if that's what you do um, you know, whether right or wrong, what you want to do is tie yourself into everything. Yeah. Well, it's because the same illness that makes you believe one will make you believe the others. What I'm wondering though, is are some of these guys ill or are they just, you know, snake or like, or do they, are they just in their minds geniuses? Well, it depends. I think everyone's different. There are some people who are full on con artists and opportunists. Yeah. There are some people who started as believing and then eased into lying like Alex Jones. Yeah. And yeah. then and then there are full blown schizophrenics <laughs> who are creating echo chambers for other schizophrenics. And I've had multiple people tell me, schizophrenia specifically, that the medication for schizophrenia made their belief in conspiracy theories evaporate. Oh my God. Interesting. I've had multiple people tell me that. Well, I'm fascinated by conspiracy theories. I'm pretty much a skeptic, um, but it does fascinate me. It's hard for me to even watch regular television now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, all right, so let me just ask you this. Um, what's a conspiracy? Oh, okay, let me ask you, I ask you this first. When you were a kid, the first time you've heard about conspiracies, what was the first one where you heard it and you were like, hmm, you know what? Wow, that's what a it conspiracy to, is. It would have had to have been either aliens or JFK. Those are like the ubiquitous ones that you kind of hear about all the time. Yeah, yeah. JFK is usually what people say. But uh, al- remember how spooky and nice aliens used to be, though, believing in aliens? That used to be nice. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it, was a, it was just a pop culture thing. It was just a fun thing. In the 90s, it was just like a fashion thing. Yeah. You know, was... People liked wearing alien stuff. And, you know, and, and it's just, but the thing is, and I'm not saying aliens and JFK, those are not impossible conspiracies to be true. There's yeah, not a lot of yeah. evidence necessarily, but they're not, they don't you, don't, you don't have to be a crazy person to think, well, maybe they are. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. JFK, and something JFK. definitely happened. There's just too many, too many people died, like going to get coffee uh, and hit a squirrel and went off a cliff or something. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely weird stuff involved with the JFK assassination. It doesn't necessarily mean Lee Harvey Oswald didn't kill him, uh, but you know, we're talking about a, a government that was kind of assassination happy at the time. So it is. It was always reasonable. It was always not impossible. It, what was stupid was when. You know, people like William S. Cooper started saying that he was killed because he wanted to reveal the proof about aliens. And it's yeah, like, he yeah. was probably killed over Vietnam. That's if he was killed, fucking, it was over Vietnam. That, it was he not was taking over. The, the information to Russia. That's what it was. He was, he was going to join with Russia's space program. And or something like that's what there's that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, they say that there's a that there was a space station no one knew about where the people were killing each other. It's really it's it, once you've worked in a few writing rooms, you really start to recognize what someone out of ideas starts saying. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so what's what's one now? What's one now that seems bizarre to you in one way, but in another way you're like, eh, I don't know. Maybe. Um are you saying what's a current conspiracy yeah, that I consider yeah, what's, possible? What's well, it depends is. on your definition of conspiracy because there's some conspiracies that are so stupid that believing in them automatically means you should have an evaluation, like the Wayfair conspiracy. <laughs> the idea that, oh, these cabinets are so expensive. Oh, yeah. The- there's only one explanation of where that could have come from. There must be babies in it. And I mean, they like, did have the just, same names as some of them, but you know, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of well, kids no, that, missing me, so. Well, Anthony, that, the, the reason they had names is because individual people get to rename this furniture whatever they want, so they just give it a woman's name as a way of advertising it. Every name that exists probably has someone <laughs> missing by that name. <laughs> That's I forgot about that one. That's a funny one. That's but the problem is also that if any pedophiles aren't that interested in giving you clues about what they're doing all these conspiracies the clues are always on purpose in the real world a clue is a mistake that someone makes that you pick up on but every conspiracy relies on the idea that the people perpetrating these things are the fucking Riddler and just want you to know. And they're like, oh, well, it's a joke between them. You know what? People with that kind of power don't act like that. People who have no power and live in their basement and think about conspiracies think that makes sense. Rich people don't give a fuck about you or you thinking about them. And they're not going to leave you a breadcrumb trail. I say that all the time, dude. fucking pathetic. I say it all the time. It's, it's you know, the top 1% of the world. Of course they're running shit. They always have. You know, like, you know, yeah, they're, they're... They don't they're, have to do any... They don't have to wear funny hats. No. This is what I always tell people. The problem with the Illuminati conspiracy people is very simple. I always have to say this to them. The problem with your belief is that you think it's a secret. But if you just spent enough time reading the Forbes 500, reading about who the richest people in the world are, you would know this is all open. There is no secret person that those people are answering to. They're the boss. They're the people pulling the strings, and they're famous for it. There is no one. Per- there is not one secret billionaire who's telling all these people what to do. If he's, if you've never heard of him, it's because you haven't tried to find out who these people are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. They, that's they're doing like deals and stuff, but they're doing what they do, and they they would never. Governments don't release information. 
You know, I mean, like people say about the UFO stuff, they don't release information. If they give you that, then, you know, it's it's. Well, the government, the UFO thing with the government was always that they let people believe in UFOs because they kind of thought it was harmless and a good way of preventing Russia from getting information about yeah. their aircraft. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm I'm, ru- I'm actually ruining one of our questions here. <laughs> Okay, but let me. Let me uh, you said a conspiracy, a current conspiracy that's believable. Well, it depends what you call a conspiracy. Uh, um, you know, just like believable? just like you know, something. The idea that well, the idea that Donald Trump is being blackmailed by a Russian oligarch, I think, is the most common sense, true conspiracy I've ever heard. It's you could not get more fucking evidence than you already have that that there is someone who has something on him, and that same person wants him to be uh, deferential to Putin. That's an example of like a staring you in the face, uh, you know, Iran-Contra kind of, this makes perfect sense. This is exact, this, everything about this is sensical. Conspiracy. All right. You know, the CIA wants to, the CIA wants to do stuff they can't get money for, so they're going to sell cocaine to poor people to pay for it. <laughs> it's pretty believable. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. What do you think about the, the WikiLeaks guy? What do you think is going to happen to him? I don't know, but I also have no respect for him because if you use that kind of power to help a political party, specifically a fascist political party, I trust absolutely nothing about what you're doing. The uh, the very idea that we're supposed to trust someone who is sycophantic for Donald Trump and seems to have a vendetta against destroying Democrats, but we're supposed to just believe that he's this altruistic truth teller. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. Yeah, I really don't talk about him much. Somebody asked me about him the other day if I thought he was real and stuff, like um, like if he's going to go to jail for a long time. And I said, I don't know, because you, you mentioned Iran-Contra, and I said, I, Oliver North really didn't go away for that long, did he? I- he did, he, did, he did a little bit of time, but yeah. you know, this was also a time, this was also the 80s when no one really did time for anything. The oh, average okay. amount of time people spent for murder was six years. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good point. That's okay. true. If you include paroles and stuff, the average amount of time people spent for a murder conviction was eight years, was six years. Um, but uh, either, but you know, he was a government employee, he was also following orders. He it was a bit of a slap on the wrist, but someone, yeah. someone had to go down for it, yeah. because it was a yeah. major crime. But, yeah. uh, no, I think that it's almost to me. It's like if you if you selectively try to utilize uh, uh, a an advantage to help one side, especially when that side is objectively you know the the wrong side, it really makes me think that this is absolute bullshit. I think he was an operative. Yeah. I think that he was working on behalf of the Russian government, and I think anyone on Earth who says. Well, I don't mind if it's Russian propaganda to destroy Democrats as long as we get to find out bad people. You are a spineless sack of shit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all, it's diversionary, dude. You know, like, I think if there's conspiracies, like if there's people that are trying to manipulate things, there, I, I doubt they really have a lot of manpower doing it. You know, they're just like diversionary. They're trying to switch things. I think the media sensationalizes things, but... Is it for, like, one person or a few people pulling the strings? No, no. You know, it's very attractive to believe that the world is completely under control and that there is an ironclad structure to it. 
it is much harder for a lot of people to accept, especially anxious people, to accept that the world is a chaotic rock in space. Like Anthony Quinn. One, yeah, that Go one ahead. person can destroy the whole world, that one mistake can kill millions of people. It's very hard for people to believe in the lack of order that actually exists. Yeah, I mean, all this NSA stuff, people are scared of the NSA. Do you really think they care what we're, like, talking about and stuff? I mean, if you, if oh, no, you don't I think say that, bomb, I think that's, a, that's a narcissism. That, that's a, uh, that is narcissism. That is people with out-of-control egos who cannot, who are desperately afraid the government is not listening to their conversations. <laughs> people who are like... Oh, Go ahead. Like, go ahead. Do you, how many how many employees do you think the NSA has? Do you think they have one? <laughs> That's what I said. This American? is Americans doing this. They're probably looking at their phones when they're spying on you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's a measure of how self centered people are that they immediately decide. Well, I must be. I'm sure there's a whole team of the FBI looking at me, seeing my dick pics and seeing when I when I call my weed dealer. Dude, I swear to God, people cover their webcams. <laughs> well, that is something else because covering your webcam is actually that is not stupid. That is about preventing hackers. Oh, because there are people. No, that's real. Okay, people interesting. Can, interesting. It's, Especially if you if you have shitty internet security, if you're the kind of person who tends to click on things without thinking about it very much, <laughs> there are there are viruses that allow people to then see you through your webcam, and then they start recording people, and then say, "Well, I'm going to release this video of you jerking off to your family." And wow. the funny thing to me is that there's anyone. The funny thing is that there's anyone who would pay money to prevent their family from seeing them jerking off. Because, like, <laughs> let me ask you this. If you got a video of your of your cousin or your uncle jerking off from a Romanian hacker, would you watch it? <laughs> I was just gonna say they'd probably watch like a second of it and throw it away. <laughs> You'd be like, would you think less of your uncle? No, I'd feel like, like he, he was a victim. I'd be like, who the hell did this to poor Uncle Tommy? <laughs> frankly, I'd want people to see my dick. <laughs> Because it's not my fault. I've been trying to get hacked for years. It's the one way for the world to see it without it being in any way my responsibility. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's funny. All right. So, I mean, you know, that's it. You know, there's just, it's, I look, I'm still looking for credible, for credible people. It, it makes me, you know, excited if I see someone and they're like, oh, it's a professor. <laughs> and then, and it's like, he's got a PhD in folklore. Oh, <laughs> You're gonna be waiting a long time for that. Uh, I mean, they just—I just saw news coverage of the poor woman who uh, was trampled to death at the January sixth riot. And you know, you can't help but feel terrible for this poor woman. You know, people make fun of her because you know she was holding a "Don't Tread on Me" flag and then got trampled by the people she was there that she was there to support. And I don't mean that as to be funny. I think it's, it's, no, it's know, actually really horrible because this this woman was a perfect example of mentally vulnerable yeah. she was a bit of a shut-in she didn't have much of a life they said she didn't go out much and she suddenly was beyond thrilled with the concept that she had discovered the truth about a pedophile ring that donald trump was trying to stop and that if we don't kill some senators and force them to keep him as president all those kids are going to be eaten by hillary clinton and tom hanks <laughs> and that really is 
pretty much what she believed. <laughs> that is what she believed. That's wild, man. She that died because of lazy liars who just wanted to make things up to make themselves feel special, such as QAnon. Which, yeah. which we now know as a father and son who are just trying to drive traffic to their shitty little website. I just can't believe how many people they have, dude. They have like 50 million people, don't they, or something like that? What they've done is find a way of really coagulating all the sick people together. And really found a way of like ap- appealing to people who are resentful of their lack of... Uh, power in society it's it's the dispossessed dispossessed people latch on to anything that makes them believe no 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 those powerful people are the wrong ones you're the hero in your story you're not an ineffectual person who doesn't have power that they demand you're the only good one because you're and that's how it always works because you know the truth about god or race or the government it gives you an excuse to believe you're superior to all these people that have always made you feel inferior and this poor girl believed the stupidest fucking conspiracy in history that and and it's so obvious where it came from they looked at donald trump and they said this is the most cartoonishly insane asshole in world history what possible universe could make his behavior not the worst thing in the world And it was such a, they had to twist their minds so far that they ended up with Tom Hanks' eating children, because that was the only thing they could think of as a response to the avalanche of reasons that Trump was a ridiculous sack of shit. Yeah, dude, it's just, it's, you know... if I if if the head of Q if the dudes that run QAnon whatever it is the people I've seen speak for them if they were like brilliant if they spoke like Bill Clinton or something <laughs> I would I would understand more but they're idiots you know well, yeah I wouldn't let them mow people, my lawn <laughs> you know smart people who are into supporting extreme right wing politics the smart ones are the Ben Shapiro's not the ones who devolve into Alex Jones-level nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the Jordan P- Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro, that's what happens when a really smart person, for some reason, decides to side with the fascists. <laughs> All right, okay, enough of this serious talk now. We're going to get, we're gonna get uh, a little yeah. more. We're going to get a little more light. <laughs> You're too smart, dude. <laughs> I know. I, when we talk about this shit, it's not. I don't get to make jokes because there's so much to say about it. And it's like, I. It's really bad, and it is ruining the fucking world. And it's just. It's so. It's basically all people. I think honestly, it's wrestling. Yeah. All these people. Yeah. You're supposed to get to an age where you stop liking wrestling. It's a work. Yeah. It's all uh, a work. Yeah. You're or not liking, not stop liking. You're supposed to get to an age where you stop believing it. <laughs> and I feel like these are all people who can't get over who who never quite got over finding out it was fake. Well, you know, and that's this this shows about like me talking to other comedians about conspiracy theory. And what I've learned is a lot of comedians don't really care that much. They hate themselves and they're trying to write jokes. <laughs> Which is good. It's a much healthier world, you know. And that's because they have something to actually live for. They don't have to live for this bullshit to have something to make them want to get out of bed in the morning. All right, so so Dave Cyrus, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. I'm Anthony Quinn. This is Quinspiracy. Have aliens from another planet 
landed on planet Earth? Go. More than likely not. All right. I knew you were going to do it, and you did it. Awesome. What? That I was going to not? You were going to say no. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying definitely no, but more than likely not. Yeah, I'm not saying definitely no either. I'm not a, I'm not a prick about it, but it's just the UFO people annoy me. I mean, it's everywhere. Um, a lot of it's conspiracies. possible. A lot of conspiracies are but taken off YouTube, but there's just so much UFO stuff. And, you know, yeah. I think they were trying to do a takeover. And I think they, not a I think they were trying to manipulate the UFO information. Um, but not one day, you know, a bunch of days. <laughs> right? Isn't that what it is, Dave? It's a bunch of days, like people that have an agenda, but it's not a couple people. Um... I think it's no, it's, it's a lot of people. It's a, there's agendas, and then there's bored people, and then there's crazy people, and then there's drunks. There's a million different reasons people end up this way. Okay, all right. So I mean, it's very compelling. That's why I asked the question because I I watch all the UFO stuff, and you know, I yeah. mean, I I skip through it. I know what to watch, but it's all the same stuff, and they just don't have enough. They don't. Everyone's yeah. got a phone. It's all. Go ahead. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of that thing where you kind of like. It's a lot of that problem where people are just like, "Come on, meet me halfway." <laughs> don't you want to believe in this? <laughs> but um, honestly, the reason I don't believe in aliens is not so much about the lack or amount of evidence. It's the Fermi paradox. Are you familiar with that? Uh, not off the top of my head. Go ahead. Well, if you study the way life works and you study the way that life finds ways of existing on Earth, and you look at the number of planets where life could exist, you find a terrifying lack of it. The whole galaxy is dead. Wow. There is, Holy we, we shit, seen, Dave. You're not an atheist, seen, are you? <laughs> I wouldn't say that either. But what we see is that, I mean, an atheist is probably more likely to believe in aliens, honestly. Uh, but I would say, but the thing is, sometimes, there's yeah, so sometimes. many star systems. The problem is we have, we have seen billions of stars. We have not seen one Dyson sphere around any of them. A Dyson sphere is the idea that once any society gets to the level of inter intergalactic travel, they would start utilizing suns and they would start siphoning energy from a sun. And you could probably see that from like light years away. And we don't see it. And it's probably because all intelligent life kills itself after a certain amount of time. Hmm. Wow. That's that's some interesting stuff. That's that's a good answer right there. <laughs> yeah, because frankly, if they didn't, I feel like we would, we would have been colonized by now. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is if there are lights in the sky, you know, I mean, like if they're just coming by, they're going to come by. They have, you know, interstellar capability and they're going to just come by here and not come down and and say hi. <laughs> well, that's you just said you just said the exact the one giant problem with the alien conspiracy. Why? Is the spaceship lit up? <laughs> well, a lot of times I say, you know, it's a family thing. It's like part of your own family culture. If your great-grandfather believed in UFOs, then your grandfather believed in UFOs, your father believed in UFOs. So when you see a light in the sky, you're like, hey, <laughs> it's probably UFO. Yeah, well, my family doesn't even believe in food stamps so i don't think <laughs> all right all right so this is a heady one i'm sorry i know you're busy uh -huh. you're in yeah. your car this is a heady question right here 
Uh-huh. Bigfoot, yes or no? Go. <laughs> it's possible. It Whoa! Possible. Oh my it's god! More than li- more than likely untrue. Okay. But it is. It, there is a. Uh, there is a small possibility that the Bigfoot sightings have been remote uh, offshoots of other extant humans. There is a there is a small possibility. Maybe they're not. They don't exist anymore. But at some point, the Bigfoot myth could have originated from uh, other sort of uh, almost extinct offshoots of humanity. Though they're more likely people who had never seen a fucking bear before. Yeah, yeah. I think it or it was more like a myth. You know, I think it's more like that because a lot of everyone has their their different word for it. There's the yeti. There's in Florida, the skunk ape, and all the you know, all these different names they have for it all over the world. So I, I don't yeah, know. It's probably not probably not true. But the idea that somewhere in a mountain there is a surviving little tribe of Neanderthals is not the, the stupidest thing in the world to believe. Wow, okay, um, all right, pro- probably not. But it's not crazy. All right, cool. You surprised me on that one. I thought you were gonna you were gonna scoff at me for asking you that. <laughs> It's not, it's not that hard to imagine, though it is probably not true. It's just, you know, these dudes, they go and they, they hunt deer for free for, for their, their, uh, for their rack. Like, it's a 20-pointer. I mean, what, what would be the price if you got a Bigfoot? You know, you could charge yeah, a no, billion. I, well, I, to be honest, if you killed a Bigfoot, you'd probably go to prison. <laughs> uh, 100%. Well, you could say it was coming you, at you. If you capture a Bigfoot, you're, you're going to be a billionaire. But if you kill a Bigfoot, they will almost certainly put you in jail. Whoa. Okay. Note to self. <laughs> Note to self. Do not. Do not. You know, it's illegal to kill an endangered species. Imagine if you killed a goddamn Bigfoot. <laughs> it's not even. In, it's an undiscovered species. <laughs> yeah. You'd be in a lot of trouble. All right. Okay. We well, we've established that. Don't kill Bigfoot people. Okay. The Be only nice way there's a Bigfoot is if there's a tr- is if there's an entire community of them somewhere that has miraculously avoided human contact, which is like possible but very unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. But then people double down on it. Oh, but they're interdimensional and they disappear. And somebody shot one and he disappeared in a ray of light. And you know, it's all this stuff. It's a it's a whole culture, man. The Bigfoot culture. People love it. So yeah, they can enjoy it, but. I, I'm sorry, pal. There's no Bigfoot. I'll give you a hug next time I see you. <laughs> yeah. It's very fun to believe. It's it very is. fun to want it to be. It is. All right. So so witchcraft, magic, all that kind of stuff, hexes. What do you think about that? Go. That's a con. That is a very old con. Okay. Just like psychics and astrology. It's just a very old way of trying to manipulate people who don't know better. And there's nothing. There's nothing. There's hexes, no... hexes that worked were people who did it themselves as a way of executing a threat. Yeah, yeah. You got to believe in it for it to work. Yeah, absolutely. If witchcraft existed, it would have been exploited scientifically hundreds of years ago. <laughs> the Russians would have it. <laughs> well, they it's say that. Facts. They say that the the government um hired some um remote readers you've heard about that probably the men who stare at goats you mean the people who thought they could make goats die by looking at them yeah i've read all about it it's not 
it didn't work. There was there was no there was a, a remote reader that found a plane in Africa that they couldn't find, and they had some results. But then, when they really looked into it, they, there was no results. Like after I have a lot of experience with yeah, I have a lot of experience with psychics. I used to work in a psych. I used to work in the psychic industry. I got to see it up close. It is a very cynical, not even sophisticated con. Yeah, it's cold reading. They're just right, cold reading. They're, they're, yeah, they're cold reading you. They're reading you like a cop does. Yeah, like a cop does. Yeah, no, that's it. Doing I mean, the same thing a cop does. Yeah, I mean, you know, being being going on stage a lot, it's easy for me to say. It's easy for me to understand um, because I I read how bad people hate my comedy all the time. <laughs> um, that's ridiculous. You're Anthony Quinn. <laughs> so, so none of them. None of them, none of the psychics you were ever around even had a little bit of spookiness. Not even close. Whoa. It was. You're bumming us out, Dave. You're bumming. I'm going to clap the answer out, though. I'm going to clap it out. I like it. (laughs) Oh, no. I spoke to dozens of psychics. Dozens. Uh, I was part of the evaluation. And it became increasingly clear that they were all doing the same game. Yeah, well, you're supposed to not talk. You're supposed to like um, not react to anything they say, not move, not fidget, or any because they'll pick up on anything. I mean, it's very simple. You know, Howard Stern. Howard Stern made a great point about psychics once. You know what the day he made that point was? September 11th, 2001. Oh my God! You want to guess what point he made? What point did he make? Where are the fucking psychics? How come not a single psychic said this would happen? Oh yeah, and he yeah, said yeah. this is how he said on nine eleven. This is how you know every psychic's a liar, and it was a perfect example. Same with COVID. All these they, COVID was the biggest event in human history, basically. Of yeah, our but they, they've been saying for a while though. That's the, the actually the co the pandemic actually worked into a lot of their conspiracies because like I watch even older stuff. And you'll see stuff from four years ago saying, you know, there's going to be a global pandemic and stuff like that. So. Well, that was something that every scientist said was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. That was already a, a real thing. And, you know, also the problem with the – but also these are the people who have the problem of uh, uh, confirmation uh, – not confirmation uh, 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 – proportionality bias where they need to believe that it was some sort of – that it's some sort of evil plot, not that a disease can just happen or by accident. Um, but aside from that – uh, the, the 9-11 and COVID were both examples of like, if someone had really proven that they could predicted it in advance, then they would have been huge. Kreskin, you know, the amazing Kreskin. Yeah. Yeah. Kreskin allegedly, uh, faked that, that after 9-11, he then wrote like journals and then dated them or predated them and said, look, I wrote this. And everyone's like, yeah, sure you did. (laughs) Yeah, man. But Stern, I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. I remember when he said that. That dude's one of the smartest dudes that entertainment's ever seen. I love Howard Stern. Love him. Yeah, and I really appreciate, honestly, I really like the fact that he grew and that he's, and that he's someone who actually does understand the responsibility he has yeah, but he was awesome fair. back in the day, dude. He would shred. He was. I re- shred but I really people. He, oh my god. He always he, he never took the dishonest route, and that's why he has gone the way he's gone the last few years. Because he he never he never lied to his audience. 
No. I mean, you know, he says a lot of that stuff was a character he was playing, but he's got to say, I mean, it was, though. It was, you know. Yeah, of course, he was great at it. It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. I was there. I'm a huge Stern fan. Uh, I love Ron and Fez, too. Love Ron Bennington. He's like one of my heroes. Uh, yeah, Ron Bennington is the best comedian alive. I fucking, he, he's a radio genius. If I ever he's get a chance to have him on my podcast, forget about it. Um, no, he's, 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 he's simply the funniest man left alive. He's, he's awesome. The king of dry humor. Absolutely. Um, so, so, all right. So this one usually goes, I think it all goes together, but I, I asked this separate cause some people think it, you know, they think it's separate. So ghosts, come on, Dave, tell me the truth. What do you think about ghosts? Um, it's another thing where I feel like if they were real, they'd have been exploited by now. I think I, ghosts are not something that I would, it's not like witchcraft or psychics where I'm going to say 100% it's fake. I think it's maybe but, possible. But they but are really, exploited. They are really exploited. Doubt it. They're shows, are they? movies, Halloween, yeah, they are not exploited. A, not what, well, no, the idea of ghosts are exploited. Yeah, okay, all right, okay. I think that science, look, there's no such thing as magic. If any of these things are real, they are just as real as electricity and nuclear power. Hmm. And they probably would have been exploited and used by now if they were real. Interesting. (laughs) I'd I'd have the ghost mowing my lawn by now. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, we'd have figured it out. And I just, I think the problem with ghosts is that like, there's so many reasons why they would exist, why the idea would exist, even if they weren't real, that it's like, you kind of have to accept that like, yeah, I get that people just don't want to believe that they really die and that people want to, and that every noise people hear, they want to think it's something like that. I think it's like not the most impossible thing in the world, but I've never seen anything at all that made me believe it's true. No, I think it's very similar to what I said about the UFO thing. Like if your parents believe in it and a lot of times, cause I've talked to, you know, a lot of people that have had sightings and stuff and I've gone through it with them. And you know, if you're a little kid and you're scared of something in your basement, then you're going to probably believe in ghosts your whole life. Most ghost stories, the majority of ghost stories where people say, I heard noises and I screamed and I went and there was nothing there. That was an attempt at home invasion. <laughs> Most ghost stories are attempted burglaries. <laughs> hey, is that good or bad? <laughs> what, I mean, it's good because you you didn't get killed. <laughs> What's it better to believe that there's a ghost or somebody trying to break in your house? <laughs> Probably that there's someone trying to break in your house. The, 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 that is something to, to deal with. You know, a lot of these things, ghosts, aliens, you know, psychics. A lot of it just boils down to a lack of imagination. Where people, where something happens and people don't have the imagination to really examine how it could have happened and they go straight to the supernatural. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, or they, they just don't, yeah, they just don't care. They just don't want to examine it. You know, they just want to go right to the supernatural. They want to have fun, man. They live, they work all day. When they get home, they don't want to think about physics. They want to think about, there's a goddamn ghost of an, of a Victorian uh, executioner who just wants to hang out with me. So, so tell me, did you hear about a ghost story? Is there somebody that you're like really love dearly? That's like a really into ghosts. Like somebody that you think is really smart and they're like, they believe in ghosts. I can't, I don't think I've had many people try to convince me of ghost stories in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have some people contacting you, dude. <laughs> because honestly, I would, if, if a, here's the thing, to be perfectly honest, 
I really think that most people would be really, really excited if they saw a ghost. Yeah, and that's There's the fallacy. That's the fallacy, actually. I just realized it. That's how you know ghosts aren't real. Because the only people who see them are people afraid of them, where most people would be like, Oh my fucking God, I saw a ghost! Yeah. I was just saying, I, I say that all the time too on this podcast, is, is when you're scared of something, that adds an extra element. You're like, if you're scared of something, you could see shit. You know, like you I could make yourself ghost. see I'd something. Be, yeah, I would be so excited if I saw a ghost. Yeah. The only people who see them are the few people who don't want to see them. <laughs> all right, so so let me just ask you about this. Well, we're going to wrap up because I know you're a busy okay. guy. I'm having a ball, though. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Um, so there's some people that believe that there was civilizations before us. It may be the mud flood thing. Um, and well, that's not really crazy. That's perfectly possible. And they're you know? saying, like, all these cathedrals and stuff. That Well, I don't know for sure, but we know for a fact that there were civilizations before recorded history. Yeah, but well, they're I don't saying... Think they were t- I don't think they were Wakanda. I don't think they were fucking having flying cars. Well, no, they said that they had electricity and that they had... Because when when they look at a lot of these, um, these like, cathedrals and, the like, they can't be replicated now. And when you look at the technology they had... I mean, I know it, it's silly, but I'm watching some of this stuff and they have a point. It's interesting. They're saying giants built it. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Um... <laughs> That's that's a perfect example of lack of imagination. <laughs> the people who think the pyramids couldn't have been built by slaves. And it's like, I don't think you're really accepting how many slaves we're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're, they're forgetting the things about using tides to carry a floating rock, which would have made things way easier. They're not thinking about, these people weren't idiots. They, were, they knew math. They had know-how. Uh, they, had, they had engineering. And, you know, electricity... People have to understand, basic electricity is not that hard to invent. Uh, the kind of electricity we're talking about is. But the process of bonding gold plate could accidentally create a very uh, weak flashlight, for example. Mm. The way that you use vinegar and acid to bond gold plating to jewelry, if done a certain way, can cause the container to glow slightly. And someone could have... It's not that hard to imagine an ancient civilization figuring that out and then having these, you know, little prehistoric flashlights. It's probably not... probably didn't happen, but just by how easy it is to make, it's possible someone just stumbled upon it. But no, I don't think... I don't think anyone was that advanced. But I... No, I think Atlantis could have very well been... uh, ancient society that simply was destroyed yeah yeah I, I mean some of it's some of it's wacky you know um i just i just think it's kind of interesting because there is uh oh what i was gonna say about the pyramids is people always say but they're lined up with the stars they're, but what else did they have back then <laughs> yeah they knew yeah exactly what they else are the they gonna line there. them up with <laughs> well yeah they knew the stars were there there's nothing technological about that and you know there's but there are hieroglyphics in pyramids that were like that were done in the dark and there wasn't even enough oxygen for torches, so it is possible that they that they either had rudimentary flashlight type of technology, which is not impossible, or they were just trained to do it in the dark, which is not exactly impossible to believe. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you were saying, all the slaves, what else was there for them to do? They had a bunch of slaves. They said, build this pyramid. You know, it wasn't I mean, Netflix. <laughs> we're talking about generations of people, too. Yeah. A hundred years. Yeah. And, all, and here's, the, here's, how you know, here's how you know the pyramids could not have been built by aliens. You ready for this? <laughs> Go ahead. The middle, pyramid is a, the middle pyramid of the pyramids of Giza is a disaster. It's cr- it was they had to change the reason that pyramid doesn't go in a straight line up is because it started to crumble and they had to reduce the weight that they were putting on it so it's like a it's got a slope it goes up and then it go and then the the degree of uh, incline decreases so I just honestly feel that's that's how you know it was freaking humans well, I've said they did it, a bad job I've said it before like if aliens did it don't you think it'd be a little nicer like it'd have like metal on it or cr- maybe plat some kind of different platinum <laughs> well, it certainly wouldn't have the huge structural mistakes the middle one has yeah I mean I don't know it yeah it's it's that real uh, ancient aliens really annoys me that's one of the, the sh- that's one of my pet peeves I talk about um wanting to meet up with those dudes sometimes. Um, because they're That's really ju- poisoning are- people. They really are. Yeah, they're they're doing a they're putting on a show. And they're just you, putting on a show. And when you see the sponsors yeah. that they have, dude, it's the same people that put the Super Bowl on. It's the same sponsors the Super Bowl. They don't care. They're in I mean, eighteen you, seasons. Look at how many major companies pay illegal viruses to advertise their products. Oh my god. Look at how many like look how many times you get an ad that you know is illegal, but it's like for Amazon. Oh yeah, they, you got to be very careful about that now. Yeah, yeah. Think about, but I mean, think about how many ads you see from viruses, and it's like, well, why would they want you to do this if not? I mean, why are they advert? There's someone. They're obviously being paid to advertise this product. Yeah, it's terrible because I, I clicked on a job one time not too long, believe it or not. <laughs> I clicked on this job service and they wanted my email address and then they wanted other information and I said no. And now yeah. I get all these emails and stuff and I'm like, you know, there's just so much, so yeah. much scam going on. There. Okay, so real quick. They're selling information, yeah. Who, who do you, okay, real, we're going to wrap up after this question. Who do you, Dave Cyrus, who do you get your information from? Who can you tell, where can people get information that they trust? I think that all information that you can get from mainstream news can be quantified or not, and you have a responsibility to check sources. You check sources, you can usually find good information. You should be getting information from people who have something to lose. You know, NPR is not going to just make whole cloth claims, but a uh, guy on YouTube you've never heard of is. I love so, NPR. Yeah, I love NPR. It's just it, 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 sometimes they just seem a little weak. Yeah, well, they're they're that's that's a culture thing. It's, but it's they're still their information is good. It is. Um, yeah. You yeah. simply have to look at people who went, and whether or not they have a a uh, propensity for lying. Have they been caught lying before? You know, Fox News is a lie machine. CNN is an exaggeration machine. Okay. Uh, CNN exaggerates Fox News lies is pretty much the way I would put it. Um, okay. Like, a lot of time, most of the things people call lies from CNN, it's always sort of tongue-in-cheek. It's always sort of, you said this, when, but, you, but you didn't include this. Whereas Fox News has been caught just, you know, literally saying, you know, Barack Obama was not born in the United States. You know, stuff like that. 
So you watch I've CNN probably just you, you watch CNN probably just for material, right? Do you do you watch it? Are you like do you sit home with like well, a pizza a and watch CNN? Not, not really. I like okay. actually like NBC, NBC. I read NBC News more. Um, okay. It's one of the many different places I'll get stuff from. But you know, it's simply about you know using common sense and investigating where information comes from. No one has the excuse. No one of saying, "Well, I didn't know." You could have known. You could have looked it up. You could have found out where it came from, and you would find out. All those fake news articles—they always have links that claim to have that. They always—they have links that say is where they got this information from, and then you click on it, and then you find out that 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 link had nothing to do with the information you just saw. That's the game they play for lazy people. Wow. Okay. All right. So, so you think it's so it's easy enough now to, to look it up. So you have, really have no excuse. You don't have to go to the library. It's just a matter of a yeah. couple clicks sometimes. And the fact of the matter is, Politifact is has never been called out for doing anything other than being owned by people who don't love Donald Trump. Because every time Politifact, you know, that's what they do. They do the same thing you could do yourself. They check sources, and when people say. Oh, PolitiFact found this was live. Like, well, yeah, but it's owned by liberals, and it's like, yeah, but if that's your answer, it means you're admitting it's true. <laughs> All right, okay, dude, Dave, thank you so much for coming on, man. Let's let's give some of your plugs. I was actually going to do them in the beginning, but um, I was so excited, I I forgot. <laughs> uh, just uh, Instagram and uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter are Dave Cyrus S I R U S. I'm on YouTube. Uh, most of my stuff is under the name Brickstone. Okay, yeah, I was going to say Brickstone. Okay, cool. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for taking time for me today, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Have a good night. All right, take care. Cheers. Dave Cyrus. Whoa. That dude is fucking smart, man. <laughs> I should have been a little more sharp, I think. I was up at 5.30 today. But no, that was a ball. Um... I hope we can get him back on some other time. He's got a lot to say. I'd love to hear what he has to say about food. That's my other podcast, Food Addict. You can listen to that one. Listen to this one. It's Quinspiracy. You can follow me on Patreon. Um, try to support me. You get extra uh, merchant. You get some merchandise. You get extra episodes. My name is Anthony Quinn. And again, this has been Quinspiracy. Cheers.